بعد time it's a beautiful night uh, it's a beautiful evening and yet it is cold uh, i should say that it's maybe also cold in lady smut uh, we're going to welcome inshallah beloved honorable fadilatul ustad hazrat maulana uh, salim karim damad barakatuhum in another few minutes inshallah if any listener out there is listening to the program please you can inshallah ask questions uh, whatever you have uh, on your mind, inshallah, please do feel free on 084786 
3132-084-786-3132. International overseas listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Plus 2784-786-3132. There are many, many questions that I have here from the listeners as well. And tonight, inshallah, myself and uh, our beloved Fadilatul Honorable Ustad will be touching about uh, Dhul Hijjah. We know that tonight is the first of Dhul Hijjah. And, um, and by the way, uh, this is the last month of the year, Islamic year, 1443. In another 30 days, we will be moving to 1444. Something to think about, my beloved listeners of uh, um, Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. So please, my beloved listeners out there, uh, listen attentively. Our beloved, honorable, respected Fabila Tulustad will be guiding us about... Um, uh, this month of Dhul Hijjah, uh, Ustad will be telling us about the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. Uh, Ustad will be informing us as well, when do we start to keep our Rosa? When do we start to fast? Should we fast? What's the benefit of fasting? A lot of listeners as well, they want to know. Mulana, tomorrow is the first of Dhul Hijjah. Should we start tomorrow? Until what date? Uh, do we stop on the 11th of Dhul Hijjah, the 13th or the 12th? Ustad is going to guide us, inshallah. Somebody is saying also as well, when do we stop cutting our nails? When do we stop to cut our hair? And what's the benefit of it? I'm going to ask Ustad as well uh, to give us some, uh, some words of advice there. Because a lot of people are saying, Mulana, uh, some alims or some ulama mention, I don't know, that's the first time I heard Ustad need to correct me. Uh, listeners are saying that some alims says that if, uh, if you cut your hair and if you cut your nails, you're not allowed to slaughter. Because you have broken the sunnah, something like that. Uh, that's why they're giving us a, a, a dead deadline date that you should stop cutting your hair and stop cutting your nails. So some uh, some alim said, told for one or two or three listeners, says that uh, that um, if you do cut your hair and if you do cut your nails, uh, you know after the deadline date has passed, you're not allowed to slaughter your korbani. I don't know about that. I'm going to ask my beloved Fadila to Lustad and tell us about the Sunnah of Qurbani, about Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam. I see here they say that uh, somebody is saying, uh, we sisters allowed to cut as well, Mulana Salim. Sometimes we feel shy because the men folk are looking at how we cutting. At, at us, at how we cutting. This anonymous from Escort. Somebody, somebody saying, uh, please, Mulana Salim, share us some du'as while slaughtering. Somebody says, yeah, how do we clean the animal? And somebody says, can we give the Qurbani meat to non-Muslims? But of course, all these questions are coming on 0847863132. I will be going, as we go along, I will be asking Ustad uh, the questions. So please, listen attentively. Ustad, it's a beautiful night, it's a beautiful evening. Juma Karimul Mubarak to you and to Apa Ustad and to your entire family and to the people and the community in Lady Smut. Welcome to the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mawlana. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and to our esteemed listeners and all those who are listening on Markaz Sahaba. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us in this Mubarak month of Zil Hajj. Amin. What a great honor that Allah gave you and me tawfiq to reap the sawab of Qurbani and Allah Ta'ala loves from all the days 
Allah Ta'ala loves being worshipped mm. in the first 10 days of the Hajj. Mm. So may Allah Ta'ala give us so big that we do things according to the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ حق مَنْ أَحَبَّ سُنَّتِي Whoever loves my way of life, فَقَدْ أَحَبَّنِي Has shown great love for me. وَمَنْ أَحَبَّنِي كَانَ مَعِي فِي الْجَنَّةِ And whoever loves me will be with me in Jannah. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Grant all of us tawfiq. That inshallah, if every single ibadat that you and I perform, let it have the tag of Sunnatun Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We all love branded stuff and branded name. So on the day of Qiyamah, when our amals are going to be weighed and presented to Allah, Rabbul Izzat, let it have the stamp and official seal of sunnah Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, Mulana, as usual, inshaAllah, let us recite some durood and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And you have a list of questions. I will try my best to answer. If I don't know the answer, inshaAllah, we'll refer it to Hadrat Mufti Sahib, who is the official Mufti of Barqa Sahaba. And inshallah, Muftisab will help us. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-lazina astafa. Amma ba'du fa'udu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيد العالمين حبيبك محمد وآله صلاة أنت لها أهل وبارك وسلم كذلك اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد اللهم صل عليه وسلم وأذهب حزن قلبي في الدنيا والآخرة بلغ العلا بكماله كشف الدجا بجماله حسنت جميع خصاله صلوا عليه وآله اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم 
اللہ تعالیٰ لو ان دس فرسٹ ٹین ڈیز آف دل ڈو دا بیسٹ آف آماؤنٹ ریمبر ریسپیکٹ برادر زندگی بے بندگی شرمندگی اف وی آر گوئنگ ٹو لیڈ اے لائف زندگی زندگی مینس لائف بے بندگی وداؤٹ دا ورشپ آف اللہ وداؤٹ ڈیووشن وداؤٹ اخلاص شرمندگی یو بی ڈسکریس آن دا ڈے آف قیامت تمہیں اللہ تعالیٰ جی وہ توفیق و تعاون البردی و تقوا ہیلپ ایچ ادر ان پرموٹنگ ہائیٹی اینڈ گڈ ڈیڈس اینڈ وین ایور اٹ کم دا فرسٹ قربانی دیٹ واز گیون ان دس ورلڈ اللہ پاک کریٹڈ حضرت آدم علیہ سلاد و سلام جس قدرت نو فادر نو مدر Allah Ta'ala made the mold of Hadrat Adam Alayhi Salaam. And Allah put life into Hadrat Adam Alayhi Salaam and said to the angels, Usjudu li Adam. Make sajda out of respect for Hadrat Adam Alayhi Salaam. Hadrat Adam Alayhi Salaam had two sons, Habil and Qabil. And Hadrat Adam Alayhi Salaam said to both his sons, it's a long story. to give charity in the path of Allah. Whatever you own, give the best of best. So Habil, Allah Ta'ala gave him tawfiq, and whatever he had, he had the best of best, and he gave it in the path of Allah. And Habil, he gave the worst path, scrap, as we say. Allah Ta'ala accepted the Qurbani of Habil. And Allah Ta'ala kept that ram in Jannah. And when Hazrat Ibrahim salam, was about to sacrifice his son, وَفَدَيْنَاهُ بِضِبْحٍ عَظِيمٍ We substituted Hazrat Ismail with that beautiful lamb, with that beautiful ram, white in color, huge horns. Subhanallah. So, inshallah, Mulana, the bottom line here is that our maqsad in the first 10 days of Zil Hajj is to worship Allah. Ma'abadana ka haqqa ibadatik. Oh Allah, as we ought to have worshipped you, we haven't. But oh Allah, whatever it is, mm. our weakness, our shortcomings, whatever, Allah, we leave it in your hands. We find our best. Allah, we cry to you. Allah, we beg you. Allah, you are ghafoorul rahim. Allah, taqabbal minna innaka anta samiul adi. Allah, we have nothing else to offer you. Allah, we wasted our life. We wasted our time. But you have promised forgiveness. We are the ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Rasulullah cried for us day and night. He cried for us in tahajjud. He remembered us on the night of Miraj. He remembered us when he was buried. He remembered us when he was born. Allahumma khfir ummati. Oh Allah, through the wasilah of rahmatul lil'alameen. Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
Allah accept our qurbani, our ibadat, our rozas, and whatever form of good deeds that we do. Because Allah loves that from us now. Din wahid din That's a big day in your life and my life. Jo teri yaad mein guzar jai, oh Allah. If we could spend it in your remembrance. Raat wahi raat hai. Jo teri yaad mein guzar jai. That night is a big night, a blessed night. If we can devote some time just to remember our Khalid and Malik. Mm. As an introduction, Udrood and Salam upon Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Salatu Wasalam. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Hadrat Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala said, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Salatu Wasalam said, there are no greater days in the eyes of Allah, nor days in which righteous actions are more beloved to Allah than the first ten days of the Hijjah. Therefore, engage yourself during the ten days in excessive tasbih. Subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. Tahleel, la ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. Tahmeed. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And tatbir. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. So subhanallah, we have a directive starting from tonight. One tatbir of subhanallah. One tatbir of la ilaha illallah. One tatbir of alhamdulillah. One tatbir of Allahu Akbar. Allah Ta'ala loves these beautiful amals. Let's take another hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hadrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala narrates that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Allah Ta'ala does not have love for being worshipped during any day more than the love he has for being worshipped during the first 10 days of Zil Hijjah. Allah loves us as his bandhas to worship him from all the days. So the fast of each day, each day from the first to the ninth of Zil Hajj, mm. the fast of each of these 10 days is equivalent to fasting for the entire year. Allahu Akbar. Allah Ta'ala just blessed us with the month of Ramadan. It's born. Taqabbal minna. Allah accept our rosas. But imagine fasting from the first, from tomorrow. Inshallah, till the day of Arafah. Inshallah. Nine days. It's equivalent to fasting for the entire. And spending these nights in ibadat, Allah Akbar. This is no time to go and play soccer, cricket, visiting. This is a time for devotion to Allah. Mm. Because we don't know, Mulana, whether Allah will give us another Zil Hajj, another 10 days of this beautiful month. We may be not alive next year. So let's start keeping rosas from tomorrow, inshallah, till the 9th of Zil Hajj. Obviously, it is haram to fast on the day of Eid al-Fitr, Eid al-Adha, and three days after Eid al-Adha. It is haram because we are the guest of Allah. You are the guest of Allah. 
And when you are invited by a guest, by your host, it's unfair for you to be fasting. So we are going to be the guest of Allah. For the first 10 days of the Hajj, keep a rosa. And the sawab Allah shall give to you is as if you are fasted for the entire year. And spend one of these nights in Ibadah. Imagine after Isha, we devote some time. Like how in the month of Ramadan, we were seeking the night of Laylatul Qadr. In the odd nights, we are crying, getting up with the Hajjad, reading Quran, talking to Allah, seeking istighfar, forgiveness. So spending one night of these nights in Ibadah mm. is equivalent to spending the night of Laylatul Qadr in Ibadah. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Our lifespan is 60 years old, maximum 70 years old. Eight years old. But imagine Allah giving you the reward of as if you have made ibadat on the night of Laylatul Qadr. Mm. Now what did Allah say about Laylatul Qadr? Laylatul Qadr is khayrun min alfi shahr. Laylatul Qadr, one night of ibadat. Man qama Laylatul Qadr, imanu wa ihtisaba. Whoever still stand up on the night of Laylatul Qadr with the sole intention of reward. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive his gunas and sins. So yes, it's respected brothers. We have the golden opportunity to start scoring, start reaping, and start, inshallah, accumulating as much sawab as we can in this first 10 days of Zayl Hajj. <laughs> and the cherry of the top will be the day of Eid al-Adha <laughs> when you shall sacrifice your Qurbani. <laughs> So, Murana, just as an introduction, I know you have some questions. I will try my best. Gigi, you start. I don't know the answers, inshallah. Gigi, you start. I see you mentioned, uh, let me just go through the questions again. Um, I see you mentioned about uh, the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. You mentioned about when do we start to fast. Uh, I think maybe Ustad should speak about this based on the hadith. Uh, jurists say that it is mustahab. Preferable for a person intending to do udhiyah, uh, not to remove hair or clip his nails un until after his animal is slaughtered. Uh, but of course, uh, some listeners, they want to know, Ustad, that some alim told him that if you do cut your hair or your nails, then of course, you're not allowed to slaughter or to take part in the Qurbani, Ustad. Mawana Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said that insha'Allah al-Azim, those of us intend to make qurbani when the more excited for their heart, they should not clip their nails and remove hair from their body. So ulama-i kiram said it is mustahab. It's virtuous, it's sawab. But if somebody for some reason or the other clip their nails or remove hair from their body, and they make qurbani, their qurbani is jais and accepted by Allah. I'm not sure where they get this masla masail from that your qurbani is not accepted. Mm. What's the reason, Murari? We are here in South Africa or any other part of the world. Mm. That is for a haji who has made near for hajj, hajj, ifrad, or tamattu, or kiran. Ji. That once he says, Labbaik, Allahumma Labbaik, Labbaik, La Sharika Laka Labbaik. 
by mistake or your nails it was hurting or there are some it is makroo it's a harimi to let your nails grow for more than 40 days to let any hair be in your pubic area or under your armpit to grow for more than 40 days but my your ibadat is makroo every act of ibadat is makroo so if for some reason or the other it's exceeded 40 days then you can remove the hair may Allah ta'ala Ustad, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Any other questions there? Uh, Ustad, before you continue, there is one here where the uh, sisters are saying, are we allowed to cut or to slaughter as well? Because sometimes we feel shy because the men folk are looking at us, how we are cutting, Ustad, anonymous. And we agree, sallallahu alayhi salatu wassalam, my beloved daughter, Stand next to your kurbani. Mm. And before the first drop of blood touches the ground, Allah Ta'ala has accepted your kurbani. So she turned around and asked Rasulullah, the mafum of the hadith, Ki Ya Rasulullah, is this specially for me or the family of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Said it is for the general ummah as well. So, if a sister, first of all, why do we want the men folk to be present there? This yes. concept of hijab and parda. Gee, alhamdulillah. Obviously, you're going to feel shy. One. Number two, for us, the father should be there, the son should be there, the uncle should be there, the grandsons. They are all, alhamdulillah. Mahram for the sisters. So if they want to make qurbani, anybody who's an outsider should not be present, inshaAllah, and they can make qurbani and they can sacrifice, provided they know the sunnah procedure of how to make zaba. Because you need strength. I've cut many qurbani. I've cut ox, ghee, and cows and sheep by the thousands, inshaAllah, when we used to make qurbani. In the Madrasa in Karachi, in Pakistan, Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala gave us topic. We have learned how to make Zaba from those days, 1972. Up till today, inshallah, we're still making Zaba, Alhamdulillah. So, it is an art to cut. That's why Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, make sure that the knife that you use must be sharpened in advance. Don't sharpen the knife in front of the animal. Mm. Do not slaughter the animal with a blunt knife. One, do not slaughter the animal in the presence of another animal. Number three, do not hit the animal. Do not tire the animal. Do not suffocate the animal. Show mercy. Mm. Let it walk on its own. Inshallah. Show kindness. So that when you're making zawa, that feeling must be there. So you ask the question, can the sisters cut and slaughter? Mm. Yes, definitely. It is jayis for them. As long as they know the Masla Masail, Bismillahi Allahu Akbar, and inshallah in three strokes, inshallah, if the husband or the father or brother helps them hold the head down, remove the wool, because you can't cut through wool, Murana is very difficult. So you've got to part if it's a merino sheep. Mm. It's, it's very hard. There's a lot of hay on the neck. So you need to part the wool till you see the pink flesh. And you make a groove there with your hand. 
And on that spot, you say, Bismillah, Allahu Akbar. So Alhamdulillah, our sister, mashallah, they can cut the chicken, Mulana, they can take the whole roast leg and cut it and subhanallah, trim it. So I think some of the mothers and sisters have the energy and they have the potential to make zaba. So as long as all four veins are TV and Murana, the gullet, the windpipe, and the two jugular veins, alhamdulillah, the qurbani will be jais, so it will be accepted. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Uh, Ustad, uh, any dua while uh, slaughtering? And uh, the other question is that how do we clean the animal? And can we give the qurbani meat to non-Muslims as well, Ustad? Well, first and foremost, as I said, we should recite the takbir loudly. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. All those who are standing there, inshallah, face the animal towards the Qibla, give it some water, alhamdulillah, make it comfortable. And those of us who are standing there, read the takbir, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, walillahi alhamd. Inni wajjahtu wajhiya lillahi fatara samawati wal ard. These are the du'as that should be recited while the animal is being slaughtered and the person who is slaughtering it should be saying Bismillah, Allah, Akbar. So that's the dua that we should all read. Don't stand there and just look. Be engaged in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're glorifying Allah. Allah, what a unique opportunity. What a ajeeb ibadat. Allah, imagine, Mawlana, think for one moment that if Allah Park said to us, every year we must slaughter one son of ours. Mawlana, can you imagine what, what would have been the scenario? In the ya Allah. Think for a moment, Mawlana. What a great ihsan of Allah. What great mercy of Allah. That Allah Park substituted an animal. Because Allah wanted to test in the Allah Park wants to test you sometimes. Something that is most beloved to you. And it's taken from you. Allah Park wants to see my banda. How he's going to react. Okay. So you ask the question. What du'as to read, alhamdulillah, for did you do du'as, you can check it up, inshallah, learn it, you have 10 days to learn. Number three, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi salatu salam, used to love the front part of the animal, the leg. Hmm. And you cut a, a, a goat, the front part, the shoulder part of the, of, of the animal, Khudu sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to love to eat. It is sunnah, mm-hmm. that on the day of Eid al-Adha, you don't eat anything mm-hmm. from Sehri time. Till you read your Eid Salah and you make the Qurbani, inshallah, and you take a piece of meat from that Qurbani that you sacrifice, cook it. Our fathers and grandfathers did the Sunnah. Sure. Every time in the most perfect way. Today we lost the Sunnah. The animal is cut by somebody else. The animal is kept in the freezer. It's going to be distributed and cut and sliced after three days. 
By the time it reaches the person, is one week is gone. Why? Because we don't have the time. Gee, it's going to mess the house. Uh, it's going to be smelly and messy. So we don't want to have kurbani in our homes. At least one kurbani, do it in the house, Mulana. I'm begging the people for years. Gee, yes, you want to send it overseas, do so. But at least one kurbani, teach your children. Tomorrow you will be gone. Who is going to uphold the sunnah of Sayyidina Ibrahim? Mm. So, Mulana, at least one kurbani, show our children, inshallah, what is kurbani in Islam. Show it the practical way. So, the question here is, Mulana, the sunnah on the day of Eidul Adha is to eat the meat that you have made kurbani of. That should be the first morsel of food that goes down your stomach. But unfortunately, we don't do that because now we have given it to somebody else to do it for us. It's going to get slaughtered, skin, it's going to be kept in the cold storage and be cut next day or the, the second day or the third day. And by the time it comes to you, the whole beauty of it is rough. You're supposed to mustahab or sunnah yes. to eat a portion of that kurbani meat. Fourthly, is it jais to give this qurbani meat to non-Muslims? First and foremost, inshallah, give it to our Muslim brothers and sisters. And inshallah, thereafter, it is permissible to give it to your neighbors. They may be non-Muslims, they may be your friends who are non-Muslims. Inshallah, it is jais and permissible. But preference, alhamdulillah, should be given to the Muslim ummah. Hmm. So that Allah ta'ala grant us sawab. Ji, kisi gharib ko khana tilana ibadat hai. Ji, Make salam, feed people, and you'll enter Jannah with salam. Subhanallah. Subhanallah, the purpose of Qurbani, people haven't eaten meat for many, many days and months and weeks. Once a year, Allah is giving you and me the opportunity. Allah has given us, we got so much of these little full with meat, braai meat, all types of meat. Alhamdulillah, your neighbor is starving. What did Rasulullah tell us? See, when you prepare a meal, a pot of food, add some water and make the gravy a bit extra and send it to your neighbor's house. Subhanallah. This sunnah too is born, Murana. You know, in Ramadan, Murana, <laughs> in the olden days, you could know exactly from this samosa or bhajia or pie came from which house. Every house had its speciality. And they would share and interchange with each other. Subhanallah. <laughs> We got so much of meat, you know, either then I was telling them, you know, on a lighter note, that all the animals, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, Allah Pak is going to do, uh, make these animals into Jannah. And you will be seated on the animal, inshallah, the mafoom of hadith, uh. that, make your animals fat and strong and healthy because they are going to be your vehicle to enter you in Jannah. Uh. So all the animals that we have sacrificed for the pleasure of Allah, Allah will bring it into Jannah. So on a lighter note, all the animals that we slaughtered, entered Jannah. One sheep was left in left in the back. So the other sheep asked, what happened to you? Why are you not coming with us? There's no, you know, how am I going to come to you all in Jannah? Because... Both my back legs are left in the world. You see that freezer of my person who made Purbani of me. How am I going to go into that? Mm. We kept the whole meat for one year, Mulana. Hak, Ustad. Hak. 
Let me tell you something, Morana. We say the Afrikaner taught us how to make bulton. Uh-huh. Absolutely nonsense. This was the sunnah of Rasulullah wasallam. They used to dry the meat. There was no freezers in that zamana, Morana. There was no fridge. What was the temperature in Makkah and Medina in summer? 48, 50, 52, 58. No fridges. So how did they preserve meat? They would try. They would add salt and vinegar and dry. So who said that the Afrikaners taught us how to make bulto? See, this was done by the Sahaba and Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam 1400 years ago. They used to dry the meat, Mulana. Hudu sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to personally eat the kurbani meat. And he said that Allah Ta'ala made me Abzalul Bashar, but I also eat the kurbani meat. Some people who make the kurbani, they don't want to eat it, Mulana. It is Sunnah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, I am Abdul Bashar, I am also the best of Allah's creation, but I also eat the Qurban. So coming back, Mulana, that is how they used to preserve. Now if they wanted to eat that meat, it was dry, all they had to do was to save that meat, soak it in water, inshallah, and they would eat the meat fresh, subhanAllah. Mm. So these are some of the questions that Allah Ta'ala give us to feed to make amal. Now comes the good question, Murana. Which part of the animal you are not allowed to eat? Mm. That is very important, Murana. Mm. We should know which part of the animal are we not allowed to eat. Number one, Farmaya, all the glands in the body. Mm. There are many glands Allah Ta'ala has kept in the body of animals and mm. in the body of insan. So you're not allowed to eat the private parts of any animal. Unfortunately, in Pakistan and many other Muslim countries, people love to eat the testes of the bull because they say it gives you a lot of strength and a lot of stamina. It's makruwe tahrimi. It is not permissible to eat any part, whether it's the private part, it is not jais, it's not permissible. Number two is the gallbladder. You're not allowed to eat it. Mm. Where the liver is, you find like a green bag, it's got some liquid in it, it's like a bag. It's very bitter, they call it the bile duct, whatever they call it. You're not allowed to eat that. See, the male organs, you're not allowed to eat. The female organs you're not allowed to eat. The testes you're not allowed to eat. The glands you're not allowed to eat. And the blood that flows from the body, the bladder also, it is not to eat. So sometimes we should also know that when we're eating our kurbani meat, what items are not allowed to be eaten? Some people say that, now somebody asked a question, Monana, what about tribe? There are a lot of people in the olden days, Monana, even the head of the animal, especially the goat or the sheep, mm. our great-grandfathers, Monana, they knew exactly how to burn the head, how to clean it, and they would use a steel rod, they should make it hot on charcoal, and inshallah, they should burn the hay on the head. Likewise, like how they do on the trotters, the paya, they burn all the hay, they clean it. Inshallah, all of these. Parmaik is jayas. It is permissible. 
to eat the trotters of the sheep, of the ox. Very tasty. I don't know if you had Mulana. I know you don't eat, uh, what I heard, you don't eat mutton or something like that. No problem. Inshallah, Allah will make it easy. So coming back, Mulana, this is important that we know that what we should eat and what we shouldn't eat. See, some, some ulama said it's also not better mm. to eat the kidneys because that's where the urine stays. It's better not to eat that. The tribe, if it's clean, boiled, scraped, and there is no smell, it's like a towel. Know, you must see some people clean the tribe. Yes, it's got a horrible smell. Mm. The whole household smell. That's why people don't have that. They just give it away. But there are certain people, Mulana, they eat the tribe. It's very easy to clean it. Those who are in the butcher shop, Industry, they will tell you, they soak it in boiling water, they use lots of other chemicals, and they remove all the dirt and all the filth, whatever it is, and it is clean, and finally, it has no smell. So, is it jayas to eat some ulama in the view that it is makru? So, the tribe and the kidneys, but Maya, preferably not to eat it, because it's a place where the impurity stayed. So these are some of the questions and queries that come through. Mm. Ustad, there's a, there's a sister wants to know, can we cut sheep with short tail uh, because of disease? The farmers have cut the tails, Ustad. Choose the best animal. It must have perfect eyesight. It must have perfect ear, hearing capabilities. The, the ears must be complete. It not, must not be cut off. It must not be removed. Sometimes you have an animal that has horns. If the horns are broken from the root, it's better not to slaughter that animal. Gee, so farmers now, but today I tell you, Mara, you can get sheep that have tail. Mm. So when there is, gee, where you can get the animals where the tail is not cut, yes, they cut it because of uh, health reasons, especially those sheep that have a huge in the back, Mara. It's a whole huge fat, uh, uh, full of fat it is. And when they excrete, then you find a lot of insects and fatness and everything there. So for that reason, they cut the tail. So some ulama Ikiram said there is gunjaish for it, but it is preferable that you look for an animal that has the full tail. There's more sawab in it, more reward in it. And as you said, for health reasons, uh, sometimes... You have to cut the tail. Sometimes you only get half the tail or quarter of the tail, but preferably look for that animal that has a full tail. Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. Ustad, it's a minute after 10. Of course, uh, maybe inshallah Ustad can uh, uh, just give us a, f- a few words to the listeners inshallah because of course uh, uh, the first of Dhul Hijjah is uh, this uh, evening tonight. So maybe Ustad, before we leave inshallah Ustad, one of the most beautiful du'as of Sayyidina Ibrahim ala nabiyyina alayhi salatu wa salam. One was, Ya Kareem al-Af. Ya Kareem al-Af. Allah, you are Kareem and you are most forgiving. So keep this on your tongue. Ya Kareem al-Af. Ulamai Kiram have written that what was the most beautiful words all the time on Rasulullah's tongue, Al-Qadiru huwa Allah. Al-Qadiru huwa Allah. Allah has power over everything. So Hadrat Ibrahim alayhi salam used to cry to Allah, Ya Kareem al-Abd. Ya Kareem al-Abd. 
intercourse or ghost khaya karu, eat meat. And as I told you earlier on, Hudusallam is to love the forepart of the animal, which is the shoulder part of the animal. Hudusallam is to love to eat it. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. And you know, Mulana, what is the sunnah? Ji. When you eat the roast, we got a big fork there and we got one big knife. <laughs> the sunnah way of it is to take pieces from there, break it with your hands. See, that's the sunnah way of taking those chunks of meat when you have a big roast, Mulana. We use a big knife and I don't know, fork and a special knife for it, a big fork and all and hold it like that. This is not a sunnah Boil it, mashallah, put all the beautiful dressings on it, and when you take eat for it, alhamdulillah, use your hands to break it off the pieces, take bismillah and eat it. May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru alhamdulillah ya Subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. Well, well, well uh, advised from our beloved Honorable Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mawlana uh, Salim Kareem Dhamad Barakatuhum. All the way from Lady Smith. Well, time for me to love you and leave you on this beautiful night, beautiful evening. Uh, we will be meeting you guys tomorrow morning again, inshallah. Same time, same place on our program, As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and brother Tobel and all of you, Allahumma ahdina wa ahdimina wa ahdina sachami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Aba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. الحمد